This is Quotations, a podcast about words, written and spoken throughout history. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. No matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. The Pale Blue Dot, the only home we've ever known. Hello and welcome to Quotations. I'm Matthew Monroe. Here's today's quote. Reach out your hand If your cup be empty If your cup is full May it be again Let it be known There is a fountain That was not made by the hands of men There is a road No simple highway Between the dawn and the dark of night And if you go No one may follow That path is for your steps alone. Now, some of you may recognize those lyrics. That is, of course, The Grateful Dead, and the song is called Ripple from their 1970 album American Beauty, actually the second of two albums that was released in that same year, which, if you know anything about music, that is quite an accomplishment. And, of course, the lead singer was Jerry Garcia. And it The Grateful Dead is arguably one of the greatest and most well-known bands of all time. It is a very iconic symbol. You've probably seen the logo. It's that skull with the red and blue, um, almost yin and yang type image embedded in it with the lightning bolt in it. That's the Grateful Dead. And everybody knows that logo or has seen that logo, even if you don't associate it with the Grateful Dead. They're a fantastic band. A lot of very, very good songs. And Jerry Garcia is arguably one of the greatest rock music stars of all time. And I chose this quote even though it's it's kind of a tough one. Right? If you listen to it again and we'll go we'll go back to the quote as we usually do a little bit later. But if you listen to the quote, it's it, it's not readily apparent what what Jerry is saying here, what the song is getting at. And I chose it because I wanted to look at song lyrics that were poignant and meaningful and thought-provoking, and I realized that we hadn't done that yet. We're almost to 60 episodes at this point, and I hadn't gone through music lyrics yet. We've done movie quotes and TV shows and books and speeches and anecdotes and things like that, but we hadn't done lyrics. So I sat down, and I thought of some of the songs and some lyrics that I'd captured in my quote book, and I went through and I flipped through the pages, and there are some, and I like them, They mean something to me, they invoke a memory, they make me think. But none of them stuck as far as an episode-worthy set of lyrics. And you may be jumping up and down wherever you are with your headphones in or your phone on speakerphone or listening in your car saying, Matt, but what about these lyrics? And you're probably right. And if you know and have a quote like that, I would love for you to pass along to me what you find to be interesting enough. You know, the kind of lyrics that really make you think. What are those lyrics? What song is that from? Who is the lead singer? I'd love to cover one of those in the future. So drop me a line. Shoot me a a note on Instagram or on the Facebook page or send me an email. 
I would love to take a set of lyrics that you find to be poignant and analyze it uh, for the for an episode. And of course, give credit where credit is due. So I paused. I paused my search and I said, okay, I can't, I, I haven't found anything that really resonates. And then one day I was working, working away and sometimes what I like to do is put on music in the background and I have a couple of lists on YouTube that I've saved and I was looking through an old list of YouTube music, which I assume people still do. I assume people still save videos and things on YouTube. Maybe I'm just old fashioned in that way, but I had an old list of music and I think I built this list back in 2010, 2011. It's been a long time. And this song was on there, Ripple. And I don't remember when or why I put it there, but clearly it meant something to me. And if you listen to it, if you listen to the entirety of the song, which I encourage you to do to get more context to this, you'll hear it's 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 kind of a haunting song. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm no music aficionado, dear listener, let me assure you. I don't memorize band names and members and albums and years of release and things like that. I just I just don't do it. But like a lot of you, I'm sure, like most of us, I know what I like when I hear it. Sometimes those songs, those earworm songs, as, they, as they're often called, get just stuck in your head. And they'll come out at the strangest times, and they evoke memories for me. A lot of music is associated with certain times in my life, as I'm sure it is for you as well. And there, But there are two things that I know that I like in music. One of those is, and it's two instrumental pieces, is I like muted trumpet, and I like mandolin in songs. I don't know why. But those two things, muted trumpet and mandolin, not often found in the same song. But if those things are in a song, there's a good chance that I'm going to enjoy at least the musical part of it. And this song has the mandolin. And therefore, immediately, just the music alone is enjoyable to me. And you hear the mandolin a little bit later in the song. Then I encourage you to give that a listen. But it also has this haunting set of lyrics. There's, there's some interesting contradictions in the song. Early in the song, it talks about a ripple on still water. Why do you have a ripple on still water? I don't know. It's a great question, but it's it, it's evocative. It makes you think because it's a contradiction. It doesn't seem like it would fit, so it's a, it's a hook into the lyrics. And he makes mention also in the song of tunes played with a harp unstrung. So how do you play a song on a harp with no strings? How do you play a tune on a harp with no strings. Like playing a song on a guitar with without strings, or a bass without strings, or a violin, or any other instrument. So there are these interesting contradictions, and each one of those, I, I imagine, literally a hook, almost coming out of the, the speaker as I'm listening to it and embedding itself in me and, and pulling me into the song. That's, I think, the what's interesting about this song, amongst other things. It did and still does make me think and deciphering a song in its entirety still kind of eludes me. And that's one of the, the magical things about songs like this and bands like The Grateful Dead. And there are many, many songs by many, many bands that do this. But there are a lot that force you to think and force you to consider beyond the end of the song. And I've talked about this before with poetry and, and other things. Is First Pass, great. Song like Ripple, enjoyable on its face. You can just listen to it and one time, never listen to it again, and you'll have an enjoyable experience. But if you listen to it again, and you listen to it again, and you keep coming back to it, there's more. There's depth. There's something behind the initial face value that you see, and that's cool, right? And so as I, as I go through and I think about and I listen to this song, 
and I was preparing for this episode, it, it almost it came to me that this is almost like an, an explication. A song like this that's as complex and layered and nuanced as this song is almost warrants an explication like we've done with poetry in the past and, and we'll do in the, again in the future. And arguably, music is a form of poetry. It's poetry to overlaid atop song or music. And therefore, there are a lot of songs that you really can sit down and you can dig into. And it's, it's worth noting that Jerry Garcia didn't write this song. Right, the, Jerry Garcia had a good friend who did a lot of the writing for the Grateful Dead, and it was Jerry. But it's Jerry's voice and the Grateful Dead's music that really bring these lyrics to life. So if you think about that, somebody at some point was sitting down with a blank piece of paper and wrote these lyrics without music, wrote them without a band, without Jerry's vocals. They wrote this almost as poetry, right? So to that writer, this is poetry. And we're not going to do a full explication of this of this song, though we could. It's not actually that long of a song. We could break it down into its individual stanzas or verses and chorus, I guess, and and dissect it. But we won't. We'll do a little bit of that, but not a full-blown explication. But before I get into any more analysis of it, let me play the quote for you one more time. And remember, this is Jerry Garcia. This is 1970. This is The Grateful Dead on an album called American Beauty. And listen to what he says about during this during this part of the chorus and see if you can't tease out anything on your own before I start talking about what I hear. So here's the quote one more time. Reach out your hand If your cup be empty If your cup is full May it be again Let it be known is a fountain that was not made by the hands of men. There is a road, no simple highway between the dawn and the dark of night. And if So what's the first thing that jumps out to you? The first the first thing that jumps out to me is the reference to empty cup and full cup. Reach out your hand if your cup be empty. If your cup is full, may it be again. To me, when I, when I think about that, when I think about an empty cup and a full cup in that in those two lines, I immediately it, it it's a biblical reference in my mind. That's what I that's what I imagine, right? Is a cup the the Bible refers to the cup runneth over, right? So that's a full cup to me. And you can imagine an empty cup. I mean, maybe your mind goes to Indiana Jones uh, or or something like that, where there's a cup and it's empty, it's significant, and then it's full at some point. There's there's something there, right? And of course, the cup in this situation may be you, it may be your heart, maybe your soul, whatever the analogy is. But it's a biblical reference, I, I assume, um, or at least it evokes that image in my mind, which is kind of interesting. And then the next thing that jumps out to me is this fountain, right? This is the thing that really kind of threw me as I was researching this. I really did a lot of thinking about the fountain. And you're probably asking yourself, like, Matt, you're, uh, why do you put so much time and effort into this? What, 
<laughs> what, what what do you stand to benefit from being this in-depth with the way that you think about these things? And I don't know, dude, a listener, this is just kind of the way that my mind works sometimes. It latches onto something like this and, and curse you, Jerry Garcia, for, for these lyrics that do latch onto my brain and make me think, and I, and I can't let it go. But I did. I did a lot of thinking about this fountain idea, right? And it's a, he says that it's not made by the hands of man. Well, okay. I know what a fountain looks like in my mind. You know, stone raised above the ground. It's got a lip around the edge, maybe a place to sit. It's got a you know, fountain in the middle and water splashing out, and, and that's great. Okay, that's great. That's a fountain. But how can it be not made by the hands of man, right? So I think the natural first question is, well, clearly what he means here is, if not a man, then who? Right? And I think there was a famous quote that I was reading from somebody else that, or it was a, it was somebody who was doing an analysis of the, of the lyrics, and he said that his wife said, well, clearly, if it wasn't made by the hands of man, what he means is it was made by the hands of a woman. And it could be. I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was a clever interpretation of the lyrics here. So if it, it wasn't made by a man, or mankind, or, or humanity, maybe is, is a better way to think of it, than, than who? I think that's the natural question that arises. But as I was thinking about this, I thought to myself, well, wait, what if it has nothing to do with the fact that it's a man, right, or mankind or humanity or whoever? But it's not the who, it's if not hands, right? So made not by the hands of man. So the thought is the hands of the hands of who? Well, that doesn't matter. Or the hands of whom, I guess. That doesn't, that, that's not what gets me. What I, where my mind goes is if not the hands, then what? So how do you make a fountain without using your hands? Right? And I think, I think the hint, as I kind of churned back over the lyrics in my mind, chewed on them a little bit, I think the hint comes from the earlier part of the song, which I know I didn't play for you, so I've got a little bit of inside baseball here, but I encourage you to go back and listen. But Jerry sings about songs as broken thoughts filling the air. And that's neat, right? I mean, that's a neat way to look at things. Songs are finite. Lyrics are finite. There's only so many words, so much time in a song. So they're, they're, the thoughts are maybe broken. They're not perfect. They're not complete. They're being put out into the world. And when I pair that image of broken thoughts, you know, in the air, falling from the sky, maybe, you know, from some type of fountain or whatnot, that's where I made the connection. And I went, oh, maybe it's not the hands that he's talking about. Maybe it's that the song or the, the fountain is the song plus the lyrics and made not by the hands of man, but by the voices of man, right? So the lyrics sung by Jerry here are themselves, in any song really, a fountain all their own. And I know that, that may be a stretch for some of you. So to me, the fountain is made not by the hands of man means it's instead made by the voices of man. Lyrics to songs are a fountain in and of themselves. And that with those lyrics, we can then fill that empty cup, right? So now this is all starting to kind of play together in my mind. I have an empty cup. How do I fill it? Fill it from fill it from a fountain. Fill it from some source to fill that cup. And again, if that's if that cup, if I take that cup to mean my soul and my heart or whatever, we've all had those times where music is just just speaks to us, right? It's it's an offering of words. So in this case, Jerry is offering words in the form of lyrics to his listeners to fill their cups. 
And if you connect deeply with a song for some reason or another, maybe it's associated with the birth of a child or the death of a loved one or a particularly challenging or exciting time in your life, those lyrics filled your cup from the fountain that is that song. And again, maybe you're looking at this and going, well, that's a, that's a stretch, that's a reach. Maybe it is. But for a song like this and for a band like The Grateful Dead and for a singer like Jerry Garcia, this doesn't seem like that much of a stretch. And then the second stanza of the quote is about a road we must walk alone. And that's a familiar image to most of us. Most of us can picture that road that we walk alone. We've seen the paintings. We've seen the long road that winds through the woods and disappears off into the vanishing point, And it's got a lone person on it with just their shadow alone. So we know this. We've seen this. And this, to me, is a recognition of the limitations of the offering from the first stanza. So in the first stanza, Jerry says, here's a fountain made not by the hands of man. I would argue made by the voices of man. The song is meant to help you fill your cup. It's an offering to you to sustain you and to help you along your journey. But you must go it alone. You must walk alone. And that's doom and gloom and it's sad. And, and you may reject that to a certain degree. But it's Jerry saying, I think here, I can give you something but you must face some things alone. I can't give you everything that you need. I can give you something. I can help you fill your cup with these lyrics from this song that I sing for you. But that's not going to take care of everything. There is a road, no simple highway, that you must walk alone. And I think that's a neat symbol, and I think it's a neat way to tie the, the song together. And again, this is a, it's a haunting song. It's, a, it's an interesting song. It's the kind of thing that... If you listen to it a few times through, you realize the depth of what was being presented here. And it makes me think that sometimes as an artist, the concern is that you pour your heart and soul into these things. We hear about people talking about that artists and sculptors and musicians and whatnot. They pour their heart and soul into things. And maybe that's the fear of those artists and sculptors and, and painters and whatnot is that they pour their heart and soul into this, and it just gets viewed as just another picture, just another statue, just another song. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a weird thing. If you're an artist, if you're somebody that creates in that way, the idea that it would fall on deaf ears or blind eyes, maybe that, maybe that irks you or bothers you or is your fear. Or maybe that's part of the goal. It means different things to different people. For some people, it is just a song, just a painting, just a sculpture. And, that, and that's okay, because for those people, that's what they need. That's what they see from it. That's fine. For others, maybe it's you wish it was more, or you're glad when other people read more into it. But regardless, I digress. Long story short, it's a great song. And it's like like any good poem. It's enjoyable at first pass, but so much more on second and third look. So much more under the hood than what you see. So what do you think, listener? What, do you, what are your thoughts on Ripple? Have you listened to it? I encourage you to do so. Is it a, Maybe it's a favorite song of yours, which is fantastic. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line in the social media channels that you'll hear at the end of the episode here. And let me know what your thoughts are on Ripple. Thoughts on Jerry Garcia. Thoughts on the Grateful Dead. And as I asked in the middle of the, the episode, what are some other song lyrics that really speak to you, that really make you think and draw your mind into a state of of meditation almost, of meditating on those lyrics and thinking about what they what they have to offer. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that, and I'd love to explore some of those on future episodes. 
So again, give the song a listen. Let me know what you think and and enjoy. Enjoy the thought-provoking nature of these wonderful lyrics from this wonderful song. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome your feedback. And thanks as always for listening.